Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. I want to talk today about identity crisis. <laughs> now, identity crisis. Now, I preached this before I live at the smaller building. And I preached it before, period, but this is going to be a, a right now word for us this morning. Amen. We're going to talk about the identity crisis. All right. There's nothing worse than being a superhero and not knowing it. So you got power to save your whole city, but you're not walking in that power. If Superman remained Clark Kent, we'll be mad the whole movie. If the movie go off with him with them glasses on, I'll get my money back. Like, you better take them glasses off, swirl that little front part, and put that red thing on and fly somewhere. If the whole Superman movie was about him being a news, you, we would be, I would be mad. Would you? All right, our, frustra- our purpose could be that frustrated with us. Like, you say you have my power, you have the anointing, you have all of this in you. When are you going to walk into it? When? Are you going to do what's in you? When are you going to allow that supernatural to supersede your natural? When? Tell your neighbor, you already got it. Yes, yes. Identity crisis. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. We're going to go to Genesis chapter 34, 32, verse 24. Do you have it? Thank you, sir. And Jacob was left alone. Mm. Uh, I don't have any notes on And Jacob was left alone and there, oh gosh, wrestled a man with him until the breaking of day. Next verse, I'm going to go right through. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh. And the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, let me go for the day break of the angel says, let me go for the day break of And he said, I'm not going to let you go. I will not let thee go except thou bless me until you bless me. Anybody feel like that this morning? I'm not leaving without a blessing this morning. I didn't come all the way here to not get a blessing. I need to get a blessing this morning. All right. The next verse says, and he said unto him, what is your name? And he said, I am Jacob. Ooh, next. And he said, Thy name shall no more, somebody say no more, be called Jacob, but Israel. Woo! For as a prince, has, you got power with God and with man and has prevailed. Another, ver- another version says, as a prince, you have favor with God and favor with man. And Jacob, Jacob asked him, what is your name, I pray you? And he said, why are you asking me my name? And he blessed him there. The angel, the man, blessed him there. Father, thank you for your word. In Jesus' name, let it fall on good ground. Listen to this, y'all. I know y'all standing with me, so I'm going to talk to you a lot. But this message is for everybody. Start, stay right there, please, for one second. I want to work backwards. I'm going to work the scripture backwards. I'm going to start here, then I'm going to start from the top. He said, what is your name? He said, he said wherefore is it that you, why are you asking me my name, basically? Uh, and he blessed him there. I love it. That the fact that the Bible says he blessed, he blessed him there and I read the scriptures following and I read the scriptures before and you can do the same and please always do that uh, the Bible never said that the angel gave him anything I love this already he blessed him but didn't give him anything physical 
He blessed him there. He didn't give him gold, silver, wine, bread, a horse, a tent. He, he blessed him without giving him anything physical. And let me park it right here for two seconds and say, I don't remember Jesus giving out too many houses either. It got quiet on my praise side. Let me go to my standing room only. I don't remember Jesus giving out like houses. So Jesus in my life can't be about getting things. Who did Jesus give a house to? He didn't even have one. Foxes have holes. Birds have nests, but the son of man have no place to lay his head. Jesus, the king didn't have a mansion. So Jesus in my life can't be about those things. That could be a benefit or, you know, like a, a, a subsequence, but it's not the purpose. He never gave nobody a house, didn't give nobody a horse with tinted windows, nothing. That was a joke. Now, there's a lot of visitors like tinted windows on a horse. You can't have tinted. It's, it's a joke. <laughs> so how could Jesus bless us without giving us nothing? How did the angel bless him and didn't give him anything physical? Mm. He blessed him there. He didn't give him anything but identity. Identity. He gave him identity. He told him who he was. Sometimes knowing who you are is the blessing. I feel like running for some reason. <laughs> Woo! Did you hear what I just said? Sometimes just knowing who you are is the blessing. If you found out, oh, never mind. What if you found out that you were related to like Obama? Like your last name is really Obama. You'll have access like crazy or Trump. You'll, you'll have access like crazy or Reagan or Kennedy. Just because of who you are, you'll have new access. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Are you? Oh, y'all know y'all will play that card, too. Uh, I'm Michelle Obama's 15th cousin, please. Could I have this Starbucks for free? Thank you. I'm her 15th cousin. Knowing who you are is the blessing a lot of times. Because that's where the enemy challenges us at a lot. When Minister Christian opened up a little while ago, one of the services, uh, you talked about how the enemy uh, uh, attempted Eve with identity, not with food. That was the most powerful thing I heard in a long time. Bless you, Minister Christian, for that. He's, yeah, we can, that's Minister Christian in the corner. Lift your hands, son. He said, she, he didn't say, look how red that fruit is, though. Look how, look how juicy this tree looks. You don't want none of this? Girl, this is the healthiest looking tree here. I mean, you might want to taste it. He, he didn't appeal to her, even her appetite. He said, you know this will make you wise. You know, you'll, you will be as God. He challenged her identity. And even in the wilderness, when Jesus, 40 days fasting, here comes the tempter, here comes the devil saying, if you be the son of identity. Jesus fasted 40 days. He was hungry. Why didn't the devil just say, I know you're hungry. Go ahead and turn that into bread. No, if you be the son of God. He challenged his identity. This, is the, this has to be. The two times we literally see Satan show up in the Bible, he's challenging identity. Old Testament, New Testament. The tree, the wilderness. Adam, Jesus. Identity. That has to be one of the most important things 
a believer needs to grasp. Are you hearing me? You have to know who you are. When you know who you are, certain stress falls off of you. Are you hearing me? And you can only know who you are in light of who your father is. I feel Jesus now. You, 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 you know who had an identity crisis but snapped out of it? The prodigal son. The Bible says when he came to himself. Why am I in the pig's pit and I'm a king's kid? When you know who you are, you know what you're not. Can I say that again a little slower? When you know who you are, you know what you're not. If I'm a king's kid, I don't belong with the pigs. If my father is a healer, I'm not going to stay sick. If my father provider, I'm not going to stay broke. If my father is the prince of peace, I'm not going to stay confused. Ask your neighbor who your daddy is. How? Who's your father? Once I know who I am, I know this situation can't last long. Because my father is a way maker. My father is a deliverer. My father, I know who he is. I got to come out of this. Because I know who I am. You know who, you know the one person in all Superman movies that was never worried? Lois Lane. I don't know why I'm talking about Superman. The building could be crumbling. She just go down with it like... Like, girl, run like everybody else. Everybody running past her. Everybody running past her and she's just grazing. I know he's coming. He loves me. He loves me. He loves me. I know he's on the way. I know the building is falling apart. I know everybody's running around frantic. But I got peace for some reason. Because I know the one who can save me loves me. Did y'all hear me? Not only can he save you, but the Savior loves you. So that's how we can walk through debris like Lois Lane. (laughs) Well, I feel like Lois this morning. Because Superman is in love with you. Jesus is in love with you. Are you hearing me? So we have to attack this identity thing. He blessed him with identity. He blessed him by telling him who he really was. That was the blessing. Because when I know who I am, I walk differently now. When I know who I am, I walk in who you say I am. Oh, I got favor? I'm a prince? Okay. I carry myself like that. My mind has shifted. Expectations have changed now. Sometimes friends change. Woo, and people get mad because you changed. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I, I got upgraded. What about you? I got upgraded. I'm not leaving you. You can come with me if you upgrade too. But if you're going to stay down here, we got to separate because I'm going up here. Tell your neighbor, I'm going up here. Now let's go to the first scripture, 24. Jacob was left alone. Exactly. Because the place where you're going, everybody can't go with you. Now I feel Jesus. See, sir, oh my Lord. Hold on, I'm sorry. I forgot one thing on the last one. The word bless means, bless means benediction. Remember I taught this? Probably not. Good. I'm glad you don't because I'm teaching it again. The bless, to bless someone means to give a benediction. A lot of times in church, we think the benediction is the end. And that's cool, but that's, benediction don't mean the end. Benediction means, bena means good. 
Diction means speech. Oh yeah, study. I don't just come to church and just play around with you guys. <laughs> this is serious. I'm not just happy. Okay. Benediction, good speech, good words. So to bless somebody is to speak well over them. I feel Jesus now. You might be more blessed than you think. Just because you don't have tangible things. If somebody is speaking well over you, you just got blessed. Matter of fact, Liv, let me bless you this morning. You're the head and not the tail. You're above only and not beneath. You're the lender and not the borrower. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Let me bless you this morning. Let me bless you by his stripes. You're already healed. Let me bless you. I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. Let me bless you. My God shall supply all. Let me bless you. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Let me bless you. God knows the plans that he has for your life. Thoughts of good and not evil. I didn't give you a dime, but I just blessed your socks off. And you ain't even know it. Because we don't know what a blessing is, we don't receive it. Good words spoken over to you is a blessing. Could you bless somebody in your room right now? I'm going to be quiet. Just say something good over their life. You're going to make it. You're going to be blessed. You're going to pass the test. You got victory in your life. You're more than a conqueror. Bless somebody in your row. You ain't got to go on your purse. You ain't got to go on your wallet. Bless somebody on your row. Ooh, blessings are all in the room. Blessings all over the room. Blessings are 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 all up and down your row. Blessings, blessings, blessings. Oh, I see blessings, blessings, blessings. Look at all these 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 blessings. Never forsake blessing somebody. You ain't got to give them a ride. You ain't got to give them $10 for food. Bless them. Speak well over them. That's a blessing. Because if I give you $10, you'll have food and that's over. But when I bless you and tell you who you are, that's forever. <laughs> my words last longer than my money. Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? The words we're reading in the Bible is thousands of years old. Because they last longer than money. I can give out a million dollars to everybody here today. And you might be happy, but you'll be back in a few years. Because money runs out, word doesn't. I said money runs out, but word doesn't. So give, bless people, man. Have a nice day. I will, thank you. Have a good night. Thank you. Just go crazy when they say that. They blessing you. Happy birthday. I will have a happy I will have a happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Speak well. Now Jacob was left alone. And I, sp I spoke this sermon a lot of different ways because I took it from this verse alone. Nobody likes to be left, man. He was left alone. Because a lot of where God is taking you, everybody can't go. Period. Yeah, I got my little Florida slang on now. Everybody can't go, period. They can't go. 
They're not prepared to go. And everybody doesn't deserve to go. They got to earn certain access to You need to, oh God. You need to make certain people earn access to you. I love ladies that have a standard. Ladies, I'm single right now. Why are you single? You're beautiful. You got to. Yeah, but these guys out here, ain't all they want is one thing. I love you. You got standards and everybody can't go where you go. You might feel left alone, but you're isolated for the purpose of God. And I can't wait to see your next level. I love standards. I love boundaries. It protects the anointing. It guards your life. It guards you. I'm glad you ain't going out with everybody who just wants you for the night. Make them earn access. We're going to go on 23 dates. You going to pay. See, y'all. <laughs> I'm sorry. I always preach to the ladies. Fellas, make the women earn access. This really don't work for us, but yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to find you, man. I'm trying to find your lane. <clears throat> they can't go with you. Everybody can't go. But being left alone is a good thing, the Lord told me. He said, tell them because sometimes you can't see who you really are in the context of other people. Wasn't that good? He told me, tell Liv, sometimes you can't know who you really are in the context of other people or in the context of your surrounding. So now you're the tie that hangs with them. But who is tie? You, you understand? You're, now I'm home, I'm the husband. Now I'm the father. I'm here, I'm the pastor. Like, who are you without anything? I feel Jesus here. Who are, when nobody's at your house, what do you do? That's you. Husband's gone. Grandma got the kids. You home for the whole weekend, ladies. What you gonna do? That's you. Some of y'all put your little glasses on, put that little bun in, and just put your house slippers on and some PJs and open the book like, and just read. Some of y'all going out. <laughs> I'm sorry. Who are you, men? Who are we, men? When ain't nobody else in the room, who are we? What do we do? That's who we really are. Other than that, you're the front you put on for whoever's in the room. Excuse me, we're the front. Excuse me. We're the front we put on for whoever's in the room. So God is like, oh my gosh, you're just always around people. You're always you're front and front and front and front and front. Get by yourself. Because I need to deal, y'all, I need to deal with you. I need to talk to you, not the you that you are to them. Hmm, ask your neighbor, who are you really? That's a good question, because I know who you are in front of me, but now I'm a little scared. I know Jesus is the same yesterday, today, forever, but are you? Who are you when I'm not around? Don't worry about getting left. Everybody cannot afford or shouldn't have access to the level you're going to. So, so what if they, they delete you from the group chat? Oh, well, it wasn't popping like that anyway. Let them delete you from the group chat, from the, oh, who cares? Who cares? We get, but we get emotionally distraught over stuff. I'm sorry, older young people, a group chat is when you text several people. 
Uh, <laughs> like they got a group chat here? I thought it was just Wednesdays and Sundays. <laughs> but when I further read the scripture, <laughs> did that bless you, Minister Tim? Did that bless you? It bless you. I, I, I come here to bless you. That's all I want to do. <laughs> when I read the scripture, he wasn't left alone. Uh, uh, he wasn't left alone like forsaken. He sent everybody away. So this is not a, oh my gosh, I'm left alone. It's leave me alone. That's more powerful to me. How many of us will choose to be isolated for a minute? Hey, we all going to see that, you know, girls talk, whatever that movie is that came out. We all going to see girl trip. Look at her. She's like, girl trip, pastor. Girl trip. Do not mess that up. We going to see girl trip. Everybody, da, 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 da. I'm going to chill. I'm going to just... Re- who, who, who would choose being alone? See, most... For, for Jacob, he was on the run. He just left Laban's house. Laban is after him. He heard Esau's on the way. He don't know what Esau's going. He said, just let me get alone. Le- le- look at your neighbor and say, leave me alone. Now, for millennials, this is weird because nobody likes to be by themselves. Nobody likes to be lonely. They call alone lonely. We now call alone lonely. Instead of, you can be in a crowd and be lonely. So lonely is not people. You could be at a club thinking, let me just get around people and just feel more lonely than when you was by yourself. Because it's worse to be in a crowd and nobody pay your attention. I'd rather be alone and get all God's attention. So, oh, thank you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So Jacob was left alone by choice. He wasn't forsaken. He sent everyone away. God met him when he was alone. When he was alone, God was right there. See, God meets you when you're by yourself a lot. He meet, get alone sometime. Get alone. Don't worry about being left. Okay, I talked about the group chat and all that, and that was cute. But that wasn't the case here. He got alone. Like, I need this time. You got to recognize when you need God time. You got to realize it because you'll keep going and running and pleasing everybody and smiling and joking. You got to realize, hold on, 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 hold on. I need a minute. I need a minute. And he didn't go away to pray. He just went to just kind of, I guess, gather himself and just, I don't know. And God met him there. Why? I don't understand why people make it so hard. Like, why would God make it hard for us to have him? I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm breaking it down a little more. Uh, Like, to pray and not hear God is like a normalcy in church. Like most Christians pray but don't hear him speak. Why would God make it hard for us to hear him after he killed his son? Like, so he's going to kill his son for us but not speak to us. Like, <laughs> what? That's, that's ridiculous to me. That he would sacrifice his son, all that gory blood, and when we try to talk to him, he don't talk back. That's, that's insane. It, it rarely happens. Why would God make it hard to have him in your life? It's not the case. I think, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to, after he sacrificed his only begotten son, so now we pray and he doesn't speak to us. What? He talked to Paul, who was killing Christians at the time. But he won't talk to us <laughs> who chose him to live. Uh, I, I, I'm trying to let you know something. I'm trying to increase your faith. 
actually. He is speaking. Number one, we have to focus, right? I, I was talking to my wife last night about this. So we're talking, we're talking. I'm like, yeah, yeah, baby. She's like, did you hear me? Huh? Say it again. I wasn't focused on what she was saying. I was, I don't know, texting or doing something, but she was speaking. Could it be that God is speaking, but we're texting? Oh, see now, we don't give him that time and focus. Could it be that we're posting while he's speaking? Could it be that we talking to our, our girl trip people? I don't know. While he's speaking? Number one, we got to focus. And number two, we got to believe it's him when we hear something. Okay, now that's the big one. You got to believe that must be the Lord. How about when you pray next time and you hear something? How about believe it's God, try it. And when it works in your life, you're going to be like, God told me. It's quiet over here. Let me go to this side that got faith. You have to believe it's him. That's how you train yourself to hear the voice of God. I'm praying. I don't, no, those are my thoughts. That's me. If, 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 good, if good thoughts come, no good thing dwells in the flesh. So if something good comes to you, that's God. You can't muster up that much good on your own. That's him. Are you hearing me? I want to challenge you and, and, and increase your faith. Next time you pray and you hear it, believe it's God and try it. Why not try it? Especially if it's good. Especially if it's positive. Are you hearing me? Like one time I was praying to God, we had a small apartment. I was like, Lord, I want, we're ready for a house now. I'm ready for a house. Clean your house. Clean the kitchen. I was like, okay, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I need you to bless us with a house. We're ready for clean the kitchen. The devil is a liar. And in the name of Jesus, I need you to provide a house. I'm not talking about the kitchen, devil. You're trying to distract me, devil. God, I need a house. And God was saying, take care of what you got now. It was him the whole time. Why would the devil tell you something good? <laughs> Gotta believe it's him. Believe it's God the next time you pray. Tell your neighbor, just believe it. And he said, he left alone and he wrestled a man. He said, let me go for the day breaketh. And he said, what is your name? Is that the next one? The next verse? Survey says... He saw that he prepared not, so he touched the hollow of his thigh. I'm going to go back to that. The next verse, he said, what is your name? What is your name? That phrase there means what is your reputation or what is your brand or what is your label? That's what that interpretation means. What is your name? It's not so much what do people call you. It's more so who do you think you are? <laughs> are you hearing me? When God asks, what's your name? He's not asking you what do people call you. He's asking you, who do you think you are? I feel Jesus in here. What's your name? Ty, I'm just going to say what people call me. He said, what is your name? What's your label? What's your brand? What's your reputation? What do you want to be known for? Who do you think you are? He answered, Jacob. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm, 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 I'm. <laughs> Jacob means supplanter. It means trickster, liar, thief. It means hill catcher. When Esau was born, he's a, Jacob is a twin. You know that, right? Okay. So his brother was born first. Jacob was on his hill. So they call him Jacob, meaning hill catcher. In other words, I'm always, <laughs> you're always just getting by on somebody else's blessing. 
You're the one who just gets by on the heels of someone else's breakthrough. You have borrowed breakthrough. <laughs> Woo! He's like, God, God had to change this. Because you're not going to be my child always on the heels of somebody else's blessing. I got to change how you think about yourself. Because you're not going to be chasing and get, catching the tail end. You're not a tail end Christian. I feel Jesus in here. You're a leader. You have authority and you have power. You're not coming on the tail end of nothing. You're the head. And not the what? Exactly. I'm Jacob. I'm trickster. I'm liar. I'm thief. Because that's all he did. That's what I did. He wasn't lying in the moment, but he lied before. So why call yourself, why label yourself your past? Never label yourself what you've done. I feel it. Do you hear me? You are, I want to announce this to live. You are not what you did. I'm going to say it again. You are not what you did. I don't care if you stole. You're not a thief. I don't, are you hearing me? You are not what you did. I don't care if you oh, lied. You're not a liar. Don't label yourself something you've done. And why, and why label yourself something you've overcome? I'm not doing that anymore. He lied to get the birthright. He tricked. His father, but he's not currently doing it. Why are you calling yourself something that's in the past? Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Never label yourself based off of what you've done in the past. And never, I got two words for your past. It's over. Yes, I thought a praise would come up right here. Let me make an announcement to everyone's past in here. <clears throat> it's over! <laughs> it's over. It's behind you. It is irrelevant and it has no power in your life. Are you hearing me? It has no power. You can't drive a car staring in the rear view. You'll damage your future. You'll crush what's ahead of you. Stop looking at what's behind you. It's kind of like Ruth. When, 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 uh, not Ruth, Naomi. So, yeah, praise him. I love that. That's a good place. I'm glad God erases our past. Woo! God doesn't use your past as a reference for your future. God doesn't use your past as a template for your future. He uses Jesus' life as a blueprint to bless you. Somebody shout hallelujah in here, man. It's kind of like uh, uh, when, when, when Naomi, uh, Naomi came back home after being in Moab. Her husband died. Both of her sons died. And now she's coming back with Ruth and Orpah. Orpah peels off and says, you know what? I can't take it. Ruth stays with Naomi. They go back to Bethlehem. They're coming back. And they're seeing Naomi return. We know she lost her husband. We know her kids died and she had a hard life. But Naomi's coming back home. They're like, is that Naomi? They're celebrating. Hey, Naomi. That's Naomi, y'all. Hey, Nene. How you, hey, Nene, how you doing? They're excited that Nene's coming home, right? She said, don't call me Naomi. Call me Mara. M-A-R-A. That means bitter. She changed her label. She changed her reputation. Don't call me Mara. Call me bitter. Why label yourself what you made it out of? 
I know you lost your husband. I know you lost some things, but you're out of that season now. You're coming back home to the blessed place. Don't curse your new place by still living in the last place. Hallelujah. Let the past go. Many believe it's kind of like trying to move forward. Many, many believe, I have to say it like this, when Paul said, when I would do good, evil is present. Like I'm trying to move forward, Ty, but my past is haunting me. I'm trying to not live like that way no more, but those habits come up so strong. Paul said, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? Who? Now, many believe that he was referring to a Roman practice that they believe the Romans practice. I, I got to say believe because some people believe it's not true, so I don't want to give you all false information. But I like, I, I like the, the, the context. He says, who shall deliver me from this body, the body of this death? Man, I'm trying to do right, but I'm struggling. What's going on? I'm in a new place, but call me Mara. What's going on? He, they believe that when someone would murder someone, the punishment will be to chain their body, the dead corpse, to the one who murdered them. Face to face, hand to hand, foot to foot, until the decay from the dead body took, made the alive human so poisonous that they died also. So that's kind of like the death penalty. If you murder somebody, we give you a death penalty. You gotta die too. And the way they did it was torturous by tying the dead corpse and some believe it was tied to their back as well. Some believe face-to-face. -face, some believe it's tied to their... So everywhere you go, you in, the, you, you in public trying to get chicken. Like, Can I have some chicken, please? With a dead body, with a reminder of what you did wrong on your back. You have a constant reminder of your sin tied to you. And not only you, but you feel like everybody can see it. You feel like everybody still sees you as the one who messed up. You feel like everybody sees you as the one who broke up the family. You feel like everybody still sees your mess. You're not walking around with a dead corpse on you. You're not walking around with guilt and shame. You're not walking around being punished by God. He has freed you. I feel God. He has freed you from all your sin, from all your mistakes. Your past is over. Somebody scream, it's over! No, scream like you glad it's over. Say, it's over! Scream it like you... Like, see, people don't know what you're saying is over. If I told you to announce your mess, we'd be embarrassed. So let's be excited that it's over and say, it's over! Say it like you glad you ain't got to pay for it. It's over! Say it like you glad you ain't going to be punished for it. It's over! I'm glad it's over, y'all. I'm glad it's over. I'm glad it's over. I'm glad it's in the sea of forgetfulness. All right, let me get y'all out of here. Why would you call yourself Jacob? He said, no more. I got eight minutes. Woo. I feel that it's over, don't I? So you get to come in here looking cute. We get to come in here looking all nice and praising God and smiling. And then that side smiles. And we get to all smile at each other because all of our mess is in the sea of forgetfulness. All of our sin is under the blood. Nobody sees my sin. All you see is my smile. I'd rather you see my smile than my sin. Woo! That's something to get excited about, man. Only God can do that for us. He don't embarrass us. 
In order to be saved, confess with your mouth and believe in your heart and tell the church what you've done. What? I wouldn't be saved. If I had to tell the church what I did in order to be saved, I just hope hell got air conditioned. I'm not, I ain't gonna tell y'all. And some of y'all should feel the same way I do. I ain't about to get up and say everything. No. Thank God we don't have to and it doesn't even matter. That's not even the focus. Are you hearing me? Don't let nobody, I heard this a million times, but I'm going to say it. Don't let nobody put on a scuba diving outfit, go in the sea of forgetfulness and regurgitate your sins. They come bringing your sin back on shore like, When they remind you, remember, remember, girl, do you remember we used to go out? Don't let nobody, y'all quiet in here. Don't let them resuscitate what God has already put beneath you. Tell your neighbor, don't bring that up no more. Y'all hear me? Don't bring it up. Don't bring that mess up no more. I'm sorry. We can talk about what God is going to do, but we ain't going to talk about what I did. If we're going to talk about the past, we're going to talk about Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus. If we're going to talk about the past, we're going to talk about the cross, Calvary. If we're going to talk about the past, we're going to talk about no weapon. We're going to talk about what Paul wrote. We ain't talking about nothing else. Nothing. Let's talk about the past. Okay, Acts. How about Romans? Romans? That's the only past I'm talking about. Let's talk about the Old Testament. <laughs> Not my old ways. He said, I'm Jacob. I'm my past. He said, no more. Those two words are so powerful. Because the angel didn't lie and say, no, you're not. You're not Jacob. Because he did do all those things. He was Jacob up until he encountered God. See, he didn't say, no, that's not true. He just said, no more. So what we think will disqualify us from blessings is true. It should disqualify us, but it doesn't matter anymore. Are you hearing me? So for some of you all, you're going to have a no more moment today. Oh, I felt that. Anybody ready for a no more moment? I did it all the way up until about five minutes ago. No more. It doesn't matter. No more shall you be called Jacob, but Israel. Mm, 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 mm. For as a prince, you have favor with God and favor with man. He went from a planter to a prince. He went from a trickster to a prince. He went from the one everybody was mad at to the one he, that, every, that he has favor with everybody. Now he got favor with God and with man. Now he has power with God and with man. He went from a liar to a prince. He didn't go to prince school. He wasn't trained in princely etiquette. No, he wasn't trained in prince protocol. He went from liar to a prince with one encounter. Who said that? You in the back? 
Thank you for that praise. One encounter, one word from God can change the whole trajectory, direction of your life. One word, one visitation, one encounter changed his whole MO. Changed his whole mode of operation. You don't need to come to church 50 times. One word. Are you hearing me? You don't, you don't have to keep, I need, I need more. I need one encounter. One real encounter with God will change you forever. Woo, and we're not here to encounter me. We're here to encounter God. Because I can't change you, but God, 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 God. God, by his spirit, can change you from the inside out. One encounter, one word, y'all. Well, actually, two words. No more. I love it. No more. Who do you think you are? Jacob. Cool. That's where you think you are? Who do you think you are? Well, I'm an adulterer. I, I fornicate. I got a little love. I do a little drugs. I do a little drink. I did No more. In other words, oh, oh I don't know. That's a lot of visitors. Oh, man. Oh, I'm scared. What, he's, what he means by no more is no more doesn't matter. Or no, see, see, no more doesn't does it matter. I want you to focus more on being a prince than a liar. What are you saying, Pastor Ty? When God says no more, he might have lied again. But I don't want you to soak in the fact that you did it again. It doesn't matter anymore. You might do it again, but it has no power over your life. Are y'all hearing me? Are y'all hearing me? Because some of us don't think we're really free because we did it again. So what you did it again? It doesn't matter. It's not adding up to anything. God doesn't count what you did wrong. No more doesn't matter. You might still do it. That's why he still called him Jacob sometimes throughout the scripture. God called him Jacob. Why did you say? When he functioned in the old man, he called him Jacob. Y'all, even after he said no more, he still called him Jacob every once in a while. Even God said when he referred to himself, to Moses, he said, I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The one who messed up, I'm his God. The one that lied, I'm his God. The one that tricked, I'm his God. Anybody in here messed up, God says, I'm your God. I'm the God of the ones that mess up. I'm the God of the ones that fall. Don't count them out. I'm their God. Somebody scream, he's my God. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He claimed the misfit. For years and years and years to come, Abraham, Isaac, and the misfit. Wow. He's your God. And he claims you when others don't. Let me get y'all out of here. All right. Are y'all ready? <laughs> no more. As a prince, you have favor with God and you prevail. And he said, what's your name and all that? I want to go back now in my clothes and I'm supposed to be done at 1 o'clock and it's 1 o'clock. I'm trying to get better with my time. 
Does that matter to you guys? <laughs> My wife said all the time, like, ain't nobody care about no time. We ain't got nothing to do after this. Preach, babe. <laughs> Ooh, hallelujah. Are y'all ready for some more word? Can y'all handle it? Can y'all handle a little bit more of what the Lord says? I'm just trying to be considerate of people. Could it be? Let's go back to uh, verse 24. I'm sorry. Yeah. Now, I talked about this before. Could it be? Now, just go with me figure, figuratively. Everybody say figuratively. figuratively. Yeah. Figuratively. Not literally. Not this is what the word. Just a, food for thought. A fun consideration. I want to read this literally, and let's try to get revelation out of it. Jacob was left alone, and there wrestled a man with him. Okay? Everyone believes that this is an angel. Every scholar, every theologian, an angel came. Some, somebody said it was literally the incarnate Jesus. It was literally the Christ wrestling him. Other studies say different things. I've never heard a study say what I'm about to say, but hopefully they'll put it in the studies as a consideration. That's what I'm believing for. Why not? Why not? Why can't you be such a great thinker and God use you to be in somebody's reference? Why we always got to look up people's references? Let people study what God gave you. So God stopped talking to people in the 1700s. Are you kidding me? Little consideration. Jacob was left alone and there wrestled a man with him, an angel, Jesus himself. Could it be, though, that Jacob, it says a man, so just figuratively, literally. could it be that Jacob was wrestling himself? <laughs> Who got it over here? Somebody said it before I said it. Oh, I love smart people. I love smart people. He said it first. Come preach the rest. I thought so. I'm just playing. <laughs> Could it be that Jacob was wrestling Israel? <laughs> Could it be that Jacob was wrestling who he was becoming? <laughs> now y'all looking at me real cross-eyed, but you fight your next level too. You fight your future too. You fight what God is making you too. Look at your neighbor and say, stop fighting. This is a fight God wants you to lose. This is a fight God wants you to wave the white flag. I'm not fighting my future. I'm not fighting my destiny. I'm not fighting who I'm becoming. Not my will, Lord, but your will. Woo! Stop fighting your future. Stop. Stop it. I'm about to end it here. The old you is so aggressive. The old mindset is so strong. Even if it was God that he was fighting or an angel, the old you is so strong that it can even contend with the supernatural being. Our old ways are so stubborn it's even able to contend with the supernatural presence. You can be in the presence of God and fight in it like. 
Everybody in church crying, you like, it's all right. So stubborn. Ooh, I feel so stuck in your swag. So stuck being cute, making sure your unit is straight. So, I'm sorry. So, so wrapped up in us that we can actually fight a supernatural presence. And not only that, but the old us is so strong that the supernatural presence got to break something to gain an advantage. Now, y'all, I feel like preaching this morning because truth be told, most of us are in church because something broke. God is trying to get your attention. He's fighting you. He's wrestling you. You fighting back. You strong. He's strong. I got to break something. Now your marriage is broken, Lord. Now you're broke, Jesus. You lost your job. I'm going to live today. He got to break something to get an advantage. Our old mindset could be so stubborn that God got to make something dysfunctional to get us to surrender to his way. Is that not crazy? I'd rather surrender. I said, I'd rather surrender. I'd rather say, not my will, but your will be done. We could be so stuck in our old ways that we could be so chained to our past that we'll fight the good that's coming to us. You will fight your next level. <laughs> we don't fight what's beneath us. Yeah, let me get another hit. Yeah, let me get another drink. Yeah, let me sleep with somebody else. Yeah. You don't fight that stuff. When God is trying to call you higher, you don't fight nothing on your level or beneath you. Everything higher, we fight. Uh, are you hearing what I'm saying? That's a clear sign that you know God is calling you higher when you can still everything, you can still do everything you do and have done with ease, but godly stuff, higher stuff is hard. How many of y'all, oh, you get a new job? We're going to elevate you to general manager of Walmart. I don't know. I'm the general manager of Walmart. Oh my goodness. Now it's more responsibility. You're going to have to meet with the staff during the day. You're going to have to have a meeting, a quarterly meeting with the da-da-da-da-da. The, the headquarters of, Wa of Walmart comes every, you know, three times a year. You got more responsibility, more weight, da-da-da-da-da. But you get a raise, and you're the general manager. Y'all going to go to work Monday like, <laughs> you're going to wake up four in the morning. You ain't got to be there till nine. Just, <laughs> I got a raise. I got a raise. I got a raise. I'm, got a, I'm the general manager. I'm promoted. You're going to come in. How are you? Yes, yeah, sir. <laughs> Candace, right? Hi, Candace. Hi. Uh, William. Hey, Will. Willie, Will. Will. Why, Will? How you doing? You're going to be so happy. You got more pressure. You got more responsibility. You got more to do, but you're just happy you're promoted. You're happy that you're getting more. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? But when it comes to the things of God and he's trying to take you higher, every responsibility is a burden. Everything he asks of us is such a huge burden because we don't understand the benefits connected to it. So, I got one more. <laughs> I'm going to let y'all go. The identity crisis is between 
our past and our future. And we're stretched. Because all you have is the reference of how you've lived to this point. And then a, a faith space of what you believe the rest of your life can be. All you have is your information you've gathered of your life, experiences, relationships, heartaches, great times, bad times. And you've gathered that all up and you call this thing me. Hurt, pain. And, and the Bible says, uh, when the Bible speaks of your, your house, your generations, it literally goes back like four and five and six generations. So like, I mean, when the Bible says family, when he talks about family, it goes back generations. Like I studied this and it said for us today, it'll go back to, like, to our families in the 1700s. When God says your family, he's talking that far back. Yeah, because we're still affected by decisions people in that time made. Yeah, most things are, are, most things are caught and not taught. Are y'all hearing me? Most things are caught and not taught. Clean your room every day. Okay, mom. And mom's room is never clean? I'm never going to clean. So it's perpetuating. So I'm, I learn more of what's caught than what's taught. So down to generations, generations, generations. Dad cheated on mom and his dad cheated on his mom and his dad cheated on his mom and his dad cheated on his mom. His dad cheated on his mom and his dad cheated on his mom and his dad cheated on his mom and his dad Sometimes we wrestle with our past family. You got more revelation now. You got more wisdom now. You're on another level now. Still breaking off the past. I'm not just talking. See, when I say the past, I'm not just talking about, remember what you did when you was 11? No. I ain't talking about last week, last year. Past, people you don't know. Yes. People you have never met. You got to go on familytree.com to find out where this thing is coming from. Are you hearing me? But God is a God that can break generational curses. Woo! I want to speak that right now in the name of Jesus. Come here. Look, please stand with me, please. Woo! We are the first in our family to operate on, on, on this level. We love our family. If they're watching, how y'all doing? I love y'all so much. But we are the first to break away from the traditions of our family, from the curses of our family. From the, we're, we're, we're the first to do it. We still struggle. I still make mistakes. We all still make mistakes. But we were the first to break away. We had no reference. Our parents did not do what we're doing. Our parents didn't have the practices that we're doing. God taught us. I, I can't wait to sit down. We're going to have a couch up here one day and just tell y'all. The Lord taught us and showed us everything we're doing now. We had no references. We had no blueprint. But we broke away from the mold in the name of Jesus. And we're starting a new trend. So now our kids will have a blessed lineage. And their kids will have a blessed heritage. And then we're starting a new line. So I speak in the name of Jesus. By the power vested in us through the spirit of the living God. Every family and generational curse broken and destroyed. You will not relive the curses of your family. You will not relive or perpetuate the curses of your family in the name of Jesus. You will start a new lineage. You will start a holy line. You will start a prosperous heritage in Jesus' name. You and your family will be healthier. You and your family will be wiser. You and your family will be stronger. You and your family will be better. We speak it by the power of the living God in Jesus' name. And everybody that received it, say amen. amen.
be a little bit more in the noise than that for your family. Your family, this ain't the church. Your house. This ain't me, this you. Your nephew, your cousin, your sister, your brother, your daughter, your son, your niece, your husband, your wife. Praise God that the curse is off of your family. If you believe it's removed from your family, I need you to scream, no more! Say no more! No more divorce, no more stress, no more depression, no more high blood pressure, no more cancer, no more diabetes. Whatever ran in my family, gotta run back, cause I got power! Take authority over your bloodline. Take authority over your family. Take authority, take authority. In the name of Jesus. Hobo Shataya. Your family is healed. Your family is prosperous as their souls prosper. Are y'all hearing me? Your family is led by the Spirit of God. Your family is the head only and not beneath. Your family will stand out in this generation. I said, you will stand out in your generation. In the name of Jesus. No more Jacob, but I call you Israel. The children of Israel. We're closing. Stay on your feet. Everybody on your feet, we're going home. That helps me end. Hallelujah. Don't it feel good to have your family blessed? I want you to feel new blood in your veins. Like, oh, what's that? Feel your veins filling up with new blood. That's the blood of Jesus. I just feel your veins. I just want to just put a picture in your mind. Like, whoa, there's new blood running through my veins. It's righteous blood. It's holy blood. I had contaminated blood, but no more. I had dirty blood, but no more. His blood washes away. Woo! Just look at your family and say, we're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. Family, family, look at your family. We're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. Family. We're going to be all right. Look at your family. If they're here, say, we're going to be all right. Well, your family is your row now. Look up and down your row. Say, we're going to be all right. We're going to say, we're going to change this thing, man. We're going to flip it. We're going to turn it. We're not going to go down the same route. No, we're going to be better. We're going to be stronger. We're going to be wiser. We're going to be better. Jesus. Somebody just scream, better! Better! Better finances, better health. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I feel better. I feel better in the room. I feel better flowing up and down my eye. You're gonna get better. You're gonna get better. It's gonna get better. No more Jacob, Israel. studies show that Jacob didn't wrestle the angel or but that the angel was really wrestling Jacob ain't that crazy so it's almost like if you want to say who picked the fight the angel did the angel did so essentially his future came to him and said let's go Let's go, Jacob, it's time. Jacob being so stubborn refused to go. 
So your destiny comes and say, let's go. It's time to go higher. But I like my friends. I like my habit. I like this. I like, I like, I like. If I was your future, I'd be like, all right, I try. But your future don't give up on you that easy. Tim, it's time to go higher. No, he's going to wrestle with you. Your future will fight. Y'all missing it. Y'all missing it. Y'all missing it. Your blessing will fight until you receive the blessing. Genesis 6 and 3 says, My spirit will not always strive with man. Always. So his days will be 120 years. God said, my spirit will not always strive with man. I'm done, y'all. Another translation says, my spirit will not always wrestle with man. I'm not going to keep trying to fight for you to be blessed. So his days will be 120 years. <laughs> Essentially, God said, I'm going to give y'all 120. The spirit is going to wrestle and try to fight with y'all for 120 years, and then I'm going to release him basically but why does anything have to fight to bless us I'm not gonna make it hard for you to bless me you ever try to get somebody I want to give you a hundred dollars no man you've been no no man you've been good now nah, you've been so good now nah, man but you good now nah, man I, I go around twice like no nah, man it's okay no time we really no I'm serious man no we really okay who will fight to be blessed nobody's gonna fight against better but we do because our better involves a mind change. It's not just better, it's coming to you. It's you're invited to a better realm. It's not you're getting a new car. You have to live in another realm where cars is nothing. Y'all still got cars? I got yachts and boats. Ain't even about that. Forget all that, because who cares about that stuff? That ain't going with you nowhere. I got a hoopty and peace. That's what I'm talking about. Y'all quiet over here. Because I ain't going to have no mansion and can't sleep. I don't want two cars and I ain't got no peace. Keep the car. Give me what really matters. His word will not return to him void. So Israel's like, come on. He's wrestling. He's wrestling with Jacob trying to get him blessed. That's how much it has to happen. What God has for your life has to happen to the point where the Spirit will fight you to get it to you. If we don't move, the Spirit will literally struggle with us and wrestle with us into our blessing. He'll fight us until we win. Did y'all hear that? That's how he gave it to me. That's how he gave it to me. This is for you, Minister Tim. Hold that, hold that. This is for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, him. yeah, until we win. Yeah, you see that? Yeah. Fight us until, fight us until we win. Now what's the next thing say? Thanks be unto God who always causes us. <laughs> he wrestles us until we win. He'll fight us until we get victory. <laughs> what's the last thing say? Let me go. <laughs> Woo! He will make sure you win, even if he got to fight you into victory. I would rather you be in the winner's circle like, ow, limping. But you won. I'd rather you be a limping champion than a losing walker. 
Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? And just because you have a limp don't mean you ain't blessed. Just because you have an incapability doesn't mean you're not blessed. Just because that last season hurt you doesn't mean you're not walking in a blessed season. Walk limping, that's all. Just because you got, took some hits don't mean you lost, it's just a bloody win. <laughs> you, get that when you, you get that when you get home. So the spirit is like, oh, you're going to learn today. Oh, you're going to learn today. You're going to be blessed today. You're going to be healed today. Your family is dependent on this. It ain't just you I'm trying to bless. I'm trying to bless everything connected to you. Because you have influence, i got to bless you. So you, do you know how many people are connected to you? And God has to bless them, man. So Father, we thank you that we're no longer in an identity crisis. We know who we are in you. Our mind shift starts today. It starts right now. No more, Jacob. I know we're accustomed to that way, but we break from that now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Father, we turn from our past towards our future. We turn our backs on Jacob and we embrace Israel now in the name of Jesus. I know who I am now. I thought I was a trickster, but I'm a prince. I gotta carry myself like that. I thought I was a liar, but I'm a prince. I gotta carry myself like that now. I thought I was a heel catcher, just catching on the tail end of everything, but I have favor with God and with man. I got to carry myself like that. You are made righteous by the blood of Jesus. You are favored. You are loved. Carry yourself like that. One second. One second. Carry yourselves like that. That's what the point of this word is. It's not to be like, hey, I like that. That's a good word. Mm -mm -mm. Walk in this now. I'm favored. Okay. What does a favored person look like? What is a okay? I'm chosen by God. What does chosen people do? How do I feel like a chosen person? Okay, blesses the man. I'm blessed. Blesses the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. So I'm not gonna turn to ungodly people for advice because I'm blessed and I believe I'm blessed. That's how a blessed person walks. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Now be the blessed person. That's your homework. Be blessed. Now walk like a prince with favor. Now, what would a prince do? How would a prince talk? How would he carry himself? A prince won't just let anything happen in his house. He'll take authority. Listen. See how quiet that, This is it now. This is the purpose of the word. Jacob no more, but Israel. Okay, where does that apply in my life? I'm not that anymore. I'm ratchet hanging around. It was fun. It was cool, but I'm on another level now. Not cocky, not conceited, but confident. I got to walk on another level. There's a new level on my life. There's nothing wrong with that. And whoever want to come with you can. Whoever don't, that way. Your homework assignment. Without, I don't feel like, hey, hallelujah, and we run around the church. Mm -mm, listen, your homework assignment is to be blessed. Well, what does a blessed person do? What do you think? Just open, your, just open your spirit of, Lord, what, how should a blessed man carry himself on Monday at 12 noon in Central Florida, wherever you are? What does a blessed person look like right now? Blessed person probably, uh, uh, Courtney, yes. A blessed person would probably start off by smiling. 
And then they'll probably try to speak to people. Hey, how you doing? Good to see you. A uh, blessed person will be kind. Unless, go ahead. Thank you. That's... Nobody does this, though. We just get the word and be the same. Get the word, be the same. Get the word, be the same. I'm, uh-uh. We're breaking that today. We're not going to be the same. Everybody that's not going to be the same, let me hear you praise them in a different way. Don't be the same. Change. 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 Be open to the Spirit of the Lord. Lord, I'm listening. I don't know what your voice sounds like, but... I don't know what your voice sounds like, but I believe this is it. I believe this is it. And follow that. Be blessed. Be changed. Be Israel this week. Whatever Israel means to you. So, Father, we bless you and we thank you in the name of Jesus. I want to pray for everyone here today. If you don't have Jesus in your life, man, what you waiting on? What you waiting on? If you want Jesus in your life today, I want to be saved. Lift your hand if that's you. I want to be saved. I want to be changed forever. I want to make Jesus the Lord of my life. I don't, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't take long during this because... God is too amazing to fight people who don't want him. It just don't make sense to me. Mm-mm. So, man, man, pastor just be moving. Cause I, what, are you serious? It's like, who wants $6 billion? $6 billion who wants it? We will fight each other off. We will run over babies to get $6 billion. And the one that's far greater than that is who I'm offering you today. I ain't going to take, oh no, six years. Come on, guys. Come on. He'll bless your life. He'll turn you around. He'll fix you. Come on, man. Who doesn't want Jesus? That's, more, that's what I should say. That should be altar call. Who wouldn't want this? So I'm going to ask one more time, very soberly, and it's not to put nobody on blast or whatever. And you ain't got to be embarrassed. If you're not saved, you really should be get saved today. Give God your heart. The best for best results, get saved. So I'm going to ask one more time. Who wants to be saved who's not saved? Lift your hands. I want to be saved. Nobody. We're all saved then. Praise the Lord. And if you're not... I still feel like everybody's not because we don't really know what saved is a lot of times the salvation process starts with confessing with your mouth and believing in your heart but being saved still a lot to learn and we'll break all that down Father I just bless everyone today I speak well over their lives may they have one of the best weeks they've had all year <laughs> may they smile more this week than they smile all year May good things find them this week. In the name of Jesus. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.